Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. And Shalom, this is your host, Sister Donna Deckard, and this is the House of Ephraim show on Tuesday. This is May the 30th. Today and tomorrow in May is over. Yes, it is. But it's Teachers Tuesday. But first, let's have a word from our announcer. And now, from Cradle of Hope, are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope, is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Welcome back. This is your host, Sister Donna Deckard. I want to welcome all of you again. I want to remind you that, uh, you know, we just finished Shavuot over the weekend, and uh, that is such an awesome, awesome feast. And we had a wonderful time. I want to thank all of you who wished me a blessed Shavuot. And I, I, we did have an awesome Shavuot, and I want to wish all of you a blessed Shavuot, and uh, thank you very much for, for your greetings. <clears throat> Excuse me. A few announcements that I want to make, first of all, is uh, we do have a quarterly coming up. Get a drink here. <clears throat> See if I can get that frog out of my throat. <laughs> Sorry. We have a quarterly coming up. That's July 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Registration is $25. 11 to 6 is 10, 5 and under is free. And we ask that you pre-register so that we will know exactly how much food we need to purchase so that we don't waste anything. Uh, we also have, will have that available online, and that will be $30 for, for that registration online for that. And you will have to register to be able to view it. It won't be available as it has been the last few years, free of charge. Uh, check out the itinerary page at www.jewishprofit.com for more information. <clears throat> we also have available 
Sabbath Fellowship. That's online and on our YouTube channel, Jewish Prophet, Friday nights with Prophet Mark Reinbold. And we have the Wednesday evening service on that channel with myself. We have Blog Talk Radio five days a week with the late Prophet Deckard and myself. The other channel has Prophet Gary and Prophet Greg Burpee on Tuesdays and on Thursdays. All of us are teaching Prophet Deckard's materials. If you are interested, email us at cradle at jewishprophet.com. We will send that information to you. So you will have the links, phone numbers, times, everything you need to know so that you can participate. Well, as I said, it's Teachers Tuesday, Teachers Tuesday. And you know what? I had had something in mind that I was going to minister today. And as I was was, uh, praying and and, uh, looking over my notes and getting ready, the Lord brought it to me that, you know what? We just celebrated Shavuot. We just celebrated Shavuot, the giving of the Holy Ghost, the giving of the oracles of God. We just celebrated that. So today I'm going to minister a sermon that I've done that's available. It's called The Promise of the Father. The promise of the Father. Turn with me to Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19, verse 6. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Cornus, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus. And finding certain disciples, he said to them, Have you received the Holy Ghost, since you believed? Simple question. Simple question. I'm asking you today, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? With the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And if you have, do you use that gift? Do you pray daily in your prayer language? If you don't, you should. You should. I always tell people after I, after I pray for them to receive the Holy Ghost, I always tell them, if you, if you would, when you lay down in bed tonight and every night, if you would pray in your prayer language for 10, 15 minutes, you will eventually develop the language. You know, as babies, we, we start out, we just start making noises. And then somewhere along the line, we go, da, 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 and oh, everybody gets excited. Junior just said, da, da. Prophet always said, his mom always told him, and I heard her tell him, his first word was ball. His dad played, played, uh, played baseball. He was, he was, was uh, on a league. Minor leagues, I believe. St. Louis Browns. I don't know if it's major or minor. I don't know. But anyway, his dad was was a ball player, and so his first words were ball. But most of the time, the baby's first words are dad and dad, dad, and, and, and we get all excited. 
We get all excited and we respond, yay, he said da-da. And guess what? That baby will repeat it because of the affirmation. Okay? So you, you start praying in your prayer language. It's going to start out, you're just going to have gibberish. And Satan's going to say, that's just gibberish. You're making it up. No, don't you do that. Don't you listen to that. You tell Satan, get behind me. Shut up. This is the gift that I received. And you pray. You pray, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. I can understand that. I was raised in the Methodist church. And I didn't, I didn't have any understanding about receiving the Holy Ghost with speaking in tongues. Didn't know anything about it. And he said, what then were you baptized? Now listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Paul, Paul was like, what were you baptized to? You know, it was, it was almost like, hey, what do you mean? He was, he was astonished. And they said, well, we were baptized into John's baptism. And Paul said, John barely baptized with the baptism of repentance. Now, I want you to listen to this. John baptized to the baptism of repentance, saying to the people they should believe on him who should come after him, that is on Christ Yeshua. So when you receive salvation, when you make Yeshua Lord of your life, you are receiving the baptism of repentance. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Yeshua. And when John, had, Paul, excuse me, had laid hands on them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake in tongues and prophesied. They started speaking in tongues. They received the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak in other tongues and prophesied. Matthew chapter 3, verse 11. Matthew chapter 3. Did Paul know what he was talking about? I want you to listen to what John said. Matthew three eleven. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not even worthy to bear. He goes, I'm not even worthy to carry his shoes. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And we just studied, as we studied Shavuot, when the Holy Ghost came, that rushing mighty wind came in and flames of fire went to each one of them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. John chapter 14. I'm telling you, I love to preach this. I just love to preach this. I'm telling you, preaching about the Holy Ghost excites me. 
It excites me. John 14, starting verse 15 through 27. If you love me, now there's something. Do you love God? Yay, I love God. Yeah, okay, yeah. You go into any church in, in your neighborhood and you ask them, do you love God? Yes, hands would go up. Even if they were in sin, they'd say, yes, I love God. Even when you're in sin, you say you love God. Yeshua said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. Yeshua said, if you're not keeping my commandments, you don't love me. Uh-oh. 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 If you love me, keep my commandments. And then he will go a step farther. And he says, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. God will comfort us. Now, he is talking here to the disciples. He's explaining to them that he's going to be leaving. But God is going to send a comforter that's going to comfort them. We don't have Yeshua. I don't have Yeshua sitting here in the chair next to me. That I can ask him. I don't even have Prophet Deckard sitting here in the next to me anymore. But Yeshua said, I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you the Holy Ghost. And he will be with you forever. He will never leave. Thank you, Father. Even the spirit of truth. Have you ever been on on a search for truth about something? I have. I have. A spirit of truth. Now listen to this. Whom the world cannot receive. This ain't for the world. It's only for those who love Yeshua. And keep the commandments. It ain't for the world. It's only for us, and prophet would say. The world can't receive this spirit of truth. Is it any wonder there's so much confusion out there? There's no truth. There's only lies. Even the spirit of the truth in the world cannot receive because it sees him not. You see, the world says seeing is believing. I don't see it. I don't believe it. Neither knoweth him. The world don't know him. But you know him. You know him. For he dwells with you and shall be in you. The spirit of truth will be in you. 
The comforter will be in you forever. If, if you love me and keep my commandments. At that day, you shall know that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I'm in you. I'm telling you, Yeshua was going, he, you know, you remember how prophet used to say, put on your spiritual waders? Yeah, he used to say, put your spiritual waders on here, pit folks. He's going to get deep. Yeshua just got deep. He said, that day, when you received, when you receive this comforter, you will know that I am in my Father, and you will know that you are in me, and that I am in you. You are in him, and he is in you. Do you see the the picture of how a marriage becomes one, how the husband and wife bond and become one. Now, we don't see that happen much in, the, in, in our world anymore. Usually you got mama going out, her doing her thing, and daddy doing his thing, and they're not one at all. They come home, they fuss and argue, and mama don't submit, and dad don't rule. And mama says she's going to rule, and she's going to manipulate, she's going to use malice. She's going she's gonna to do everything she can to get her way. Marriage is a picture of this. Of you being in him and him being in you and you bonding together and becoming one unit. Let me tell you something. I was in a marriage, but that bond never happened. Prophet Deckard was in a marriage that that bond never happened. And it was always a tug of war. Just push and shove and tug and scream and yell. But when him and I got married, we began to intertwine and bond our lives together. And I'll never forget the day that he looked at me and said, we have become one. We have become one. Yeshua said, the world can't have this. But you and I can because we will become one. When he is in us and we are in him, we will become one. We will bond. He says, because I live, I'm sorry, verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. How many of you had God come to you and comfort you? I have. I have. There's times when it seemed like the grief was so strong. The problems were so overwhelming. And God could comfort. He would come. He said, I won't leave you comfortless. I'll come to you. I'll come to you. 
Yet a little while. The world sees me no more, but you see me. Because I live, you shall live also. He's alive! He is alive. And because he is alive, you are alive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, Yeshua said so much here. He said so much. I hope they had their Holy Ghost waiters on. I don't think they did, though. But they eventually did. They eventually got it. At that day, you shall know that I am in my Father. You are in me, and I am in you. He that hath my commandment. Do you have his commandments? Yep. They were given at Shavuot, at Mount Sinai. They were given in your heart at Pentecost, at Shavuot, there in Jerusalem. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them. Now there's there's the problem, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. How many years? How many years did I say, oh, I love you, Lord, but I didn't keep Sabbath? How many years? And I remember when Prophet taught Shabbat that we should keep Sabbath. You know what he did after we began to, after he taught it? He had us to repent for all the years that we hadn't kept it. That's important. That's important. He says, he has my commandments and keepeth them. He it is that loves me. There he said it again. If you love him, you're going to keep his commandments. So when you fail to keep Sabbath, oh, Sister Donna, this is getting deep. When you fail to keep the festivals, when you fail to tithe and give offerings, when you fail to bear fruit, to buy gold, ISAF, to go through the temptations, to be an overcomer. When you fail to use faith, you don't love him. You don't love him. Say ouch. Oh me. Oh my. God forgive me. God forgive me. He that loveth me shall be loved by my Father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost waiters are deep today. Yeshua was really, really pouring it on, wasn't he? And Judas said to him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? 
guess what? Judas just got stuck in the muck. He goes, I don't understand. How can you show yourself to us and the world don't see you? By the Spirit. And Yeshua answered him and said, If a man love me, he will keep my words. Boy, he is really drilling on this today, isn't he? That's the third time he said that. And 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 it's in it's been in well, we started in verse fifteen and this is verse twenty three, not even ten verses. And this is the third time he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Now, let me ask you something. Those of you who are parents, when something is really important, you really want your child to know. Have you found yourself repeating it? Maybe you're getting ready to leave, and, and, and it's important that they have the dishes done and the kitchen straightened so that when you get home with the groceries, you can start cooking the meal. And you look at them, and they're sitting there doing the whatever they are. Maybe they're on their electronics and staring at their phone, or maybe they're, they're whatever, and you're looking at them, and they're saying, Hey, Junior, you make sure I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be gone for 45 minutes. You make sure the dishes are done, the kitchen's in clean, Okay. Yeah, Mom. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, okay. Sure. And as a parent, you're like, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. And so you look at them again. You're like, hey, be sure, get the kitchen. Yeah, Mom, yeah, I heard you the first time. Okay, just making sure. Sometimes I'd look at my girls and I'd say, hey, stop, look at me. Look at me in the eyeballs. I remember when when my oldest, she was about three years old and she was in trouble. And I would tell her to look at me and she would look the other way. And I'd grab grab her face and, and put my hands up at her eyes level, like blinders, you know, like on a horse. And I'd hold her face and I'd say, look at me. And she'd dart those eyeballs from one hand to the other. She didn't want to look at me. I'd look at I'd do it until she looked at me. Because I wanted to make sure she understood what mommy was saying. And then as you go out the door... Before you close the door, you holler one more time, Junior, be sure, yeah, Mom, I heard you the first time. Okay, just check and be sure. I want this kitchen clean. Yeah, I heard you, Mom. And how many times you come home and it wasn't clean? We won't go there. Yeshua wanted them to understand. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Wonder why he was saying that. Because he knew, he knew, he knew we were going to be deceived. 
by the worldly powers. He knew that we would be deceived and not keep his commandments. He says, if he will keep on the commandments, my father will love him and we will come to him and make our abode with him. Is it any wonder that before you kept the commandments, you felt like at times God was nowhere close? But when you keep his commandments, he takes up abode with you. He dwells with you. He lives with you. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. I'm telling you, Yeshua is. He is really going at this now. And the world which you hear is not mine. Excuse me. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. Uh Uh-oh. He just went in another level, just a little bit deeper. He said, this ain't my word. This is the Father's word. This came from the throne room of God, people. I want you to understand, God said that if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you don't love me, if you don't keep my commandments, you don't love me. So that's what the Father has to say. This ain't what I said. This is what God said. And he sent me to tell you this. 25. These things have I spoken to you, being yet present with you. But the comforter, the comforter, and then he tells them who the comforter is, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. And bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Do you see how important the promise of the Father is? Do you see how important it is that you have the Holy Ghost? He's going to teach you all things. He's going to teach you all things. He's going to bring to remembrance. Now let me tell you something. Your walk with God is an ever-growing walk. I can tell you the things I know today are things that I know, that I know, that I know, that I know, that I know today. I didn't know 20 years ago. Didn't know it. There are things I know today that I didn't know 10 years ago. There are things that I know today that I didn't know five years ago. Why? Because it's right here. The Comforter, the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, 
he will teach you all things. But you see, you didn't start out. You didn't start out knowing how to do geometry when you didn't know the difference between one, two, and four. You didn't start out doing multiplication when you didn't understand that two plus two is four. You had to grow. You had to learn. And the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost knows you have to you have to grow, you have to develop spiritually. And he'll teach you all things as you can. Yeshua said, he'll also help to bring to your remembrance whatsoever I have said to you. Has there been times in your life when you're just just going along, doing your doing your doing your normal whatever, praying, believing God, studying, and all of a sudden you come up to a come up to a situation, and you're you're like going, gee, how can I handle this? What can I do for this? Where should I go with this? And all of a sudden, you remember something. Something that you heard and knew long ago, but you forgot. Because you're flesh and blood. And the Holy Ghost brings it up to remembrance. And that is the answer to the problem that you are going through right now. That's the answer to the problem of the Holy Ghost caused you to remember. Yeshua said that he will cause you to remember the things that I have said. He will bring it all to your remembrance. Peace, verse I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. See, the peace of God is different than the peace that the world has. The peace the world has, well, that means getting a glass of wine, lighting a candle, taking a bubble bath, putting on some music, no interruptions, the phone doesn't ring, the kids aren't screaming. The bills are paid. That's the peace of the world. Yeshua said, no, this is, this is not the peace that the world gives. This is, this is the peace that I'm giving. I'm going to give you peace. You see, the peace that he gives is the peace that in the midst of turmoil, in the midst of screaming kids, bills unpaid, you can have peace. Because you know God is in control. That's the peace he gives. The knowing that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. And then he goes on. He says, let not your heart be troubled. You see, he's given us a clue of how to hang on to that peace. 
Don't let your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Fear. Fear. Satan will use fear. Fear. Fear that I'll not come up with the finances to pay the bills. Fear that I'm not raising my family correctly. Fear. He said, he said, don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. When you allow your heart to be troubled, when you allow your heart to get into fear, you don't have the peace of God anymore. You let it go and it fluttered off. Hang on to that peace. How do you hang on to the peace when, when all this is going on? By using the word of God, by speaking faith, speaking the word. How many times have you woke up in the middle of the night? There's things going on in your life. You wake up in the middle of the night and, 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 and you're thinking about it. What do you do? You just lay there and worry? Lay there and fret? Lay there and build it up and build it up till it's bigger than day. And you've lost another 45 minutes of rest. And you've got no peace, your heart's troubled, and you're afraid. God said, don't do that. I gave you peace. You know what you need to do? You need to get up. You need to pray. Pray in tongues. Pray in the Holy Ghost. You need to grab your scriptures. And you need to quote those scriptures. You need to read them as you're praying in tongues. And the peace will come back. He said, I'll give you peace, not like the world. You don't have to get up and light a candle and take a bubble bath. No, you get up and you pray in the Holy Ghost and you begin to do the spiritual warfare using the scriptures. That's how you battle it. But you're going to have to have that comforter. You're going to have to have that gift of the Holy Ghost to do that. John chapter 16, verse 7 through 16. John 16, 7 through 16. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. Yeshua says, I'm telling you the truth. This is truth. It is expedient for you. Now, when he says it's expedient, He's saying it's real important for you that I go away. Now, that don't make sense to your carnal mind. Yeshua, how could it be expedient that you go away? 
you know what? It would be better that you'd be here right with us. We can ask you questions. You can answer them. You can show us how to do things. You're in charge. He said, nope, it's expedient that I leave. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. God couldn't send the Holy Ghost until Yeshua went back. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he's come, he will reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Of sin, because they didn't believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of the world is judged. Darkness, Satan, Lucifer, Slufus is judged. I have yet many things to say to you. Now listen up. Yeshua is talking to his disciples here. He goes, I got more things to say to you, but you can't bear them now. Remember how Prophet said that the, the quarterly were building and that the new people who came in, that it was expedient that they go back and start at the first quarterly and get the, get the rudiments and build and build and build and build. Oh, I loved it. I used to work at the tape table. And, 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 and the first thing the new people would come and the first thing they wanted was, you got something on demonology. Ooh, you've got demonology, you've got familiar spirits. Which one do you recommend? And I'd look at them and I'm going, purpose of temptation. No, 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 no. I, I want something about demons. No, you need purpose of temptation. That's what you need. You see, I, I am, I'm still convinced that purpose of temptation if you don't understand purpose of temptation, the rest of that stuff on the table don't matter. It don't matter. Because you have to understand why it is that you are going through what you are going through today. And you have to be an overcomer. And if you're not an overcomer, you can study demonology. You can study familiar spirits. You can study. You can study commanding the angels all you want. But if you're not an overcomer, it's not going to do you any good. And Yeshua said, "I have many things to teach you, but you are not able to bear them right now. Why? Because they still had to learn purpose of temptation. That's why." You see, as you grow, that's the reason why that's the reason why you read your Bible and you listen to these CDs and, and as you grow and, and, and you go back and you do it again and all of a sudden you see something that you didn't see before. You know it was there. But you didn't know it. You didn't see it. You didn't hear it. 
Why? Because you couldn't bear it yet. And the Holy Ghost brought it to you. And all of a sudden you understood. Yeshua said, I have many things to say to you, but you can't bear them yet. You can't bear them right now. Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. God didn't leave us hanging. He didn't leave us hanging. He said, look, I'll send you the comforter and he will guide you into all truth. He'll show it all to you as you can bear it. For he will not speak of himself, but whatever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Did we not see things to come past this past quarterly? Yes, we did. That was by the Holy Ghost, wasn't it? That was by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He shall glorify me. For he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Wow. Wow. Everything that the Father hath are mine. You know what that includes? That includes the, the streets of gold the gates of pearl, the gates of, of, of rubies, the tree of life. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said I that he shall take of mine and show it unto you. You see, the three of them work as one. They work as one. I remember when I was, when I was uh, in my early 20s, newly married, I was getting ready to to teach a class at at a, a church camp in the Methodist church. And in that class, I was going to teach them about the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And I began to pray, and I began to say, God, I need something to help these children understand how that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost are still one. They're still one. They're still God. God gave me an illustration. And I loved it. I didn't know it back then, but as a teacher, that's kind of how God deals with me. But all of a sudden, I, I remembered what I learned in science class at school. You see, H2O is the chemical compound of water. It's two compounds of hydrogen and one of oxygen, H2O. That's water. 
But water comes in three forms. Water can be liquid. Water can be frozen and become ice. Water can be heated up and it can become steam, but it's all too old. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, they're all one. They're all one. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take a mine and show it unto you. A little while and you shall not see me. Again, a little while, and you shall see me, because I go to the Father. Well, that didn't make sense. A little while, you shall not see me, and again, a little while, you shall see me, because I go to the Father. Well, God, Yeshua, how can we see you when you go to God, when you go to heaven, when you go to God the Father? Through the Holy Ghost. Through the Holy Ghost. Well, that got just a little deep now. She cut a baha baha, she cut baha. Yeah, Let's see, how much time do I have left? Okay, we're going to go a little farther. Luke chapter 24, 49. And behold, I send the promise of the Father unto you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power on high. Now, we studied this, didn't we? We just got done studying it with Shavuot. He said, I'm going to send this promise of the Father that you tarry in Jerusalem. Acts chapter 1, verse 1 through 5. O former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Yeshua began both to do and to teach. Until the day in which he was taken up, after that he, through the Holy Ghost, was given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he also showed himself alive after his passion, Many infallible proofs being seen of them 40 days. Infallible proofs that he had risen from the dead. They saw him for 40 days. And speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, (coughs) excuse me, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard of me. And when did they hear him? Back there, when he was preaching about it. said, remember the sermon I did on that? Now I want you to stay in Jerusalem. I want you to tarry there. They were going to be in Jerusalem for Shavuot anyway. But they didn't sit there for 50 days. No, 
Yeshua had been appearing for 40 days. They only had to wait about a week. And being assembled with them, commanded them they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you've heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye will be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Boy, that puts to bed the idea that I got the Holy Ghost when I got saved. Not if you don't speak in tongues, you didn't. Go to verse 8 and 9. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you will be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up in a cloud, received him out of their sight. The Holy Ghost, the promise of the Father, the Comforter, was about to make his appearance because Yeshua had left this earth. He had left this earth. He said, it's expedient that I go. It's expedient to you that I go. It's expedient unto you that I go. They didn't want him to go. They didn't want him to leave. But you see, God had a plan. He said, I have a new covenant. I'm going to write my word on their hearts. And I'm going to send the Holy Ghost who will teach them. Yeshua said, if you love me, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And the Holy Ghost will show you those commandments. The Holy Ghost will show you what it is where you fall short. Every day, every day, every day repent for the sins you know you're committing. And every day, every day, you ask forgiveness for the unknown sins. And then you ask to be shown so you can quit sinning. Every day. And the Holy Ghost will show you. He'll show you. Let's pray. Father, Father, I lift up to you those who are listening today. Father, I thank you and I praise you that you sent your Holy Ghost. You sent the comforter. You sent the teacher. It would show us things 
that we need to know. That will give us peace. Father, I ask your forgiveness. Father, I pray for those listening that they will ask your forgiveness for the sins that they have committed, known and unknown. And I pray, Father, I pray that you will begin to show us the sins that we need to get out of our lives. The lack of love that we have for you, Father, because we don't keep your commandments. I pray for them, Father, that they will get honest with themselves, Lord. Ye kalabaha. Ye kalabaha. Ishi kalabaha. In the mighty name of Yeshua. In the mighty name of Yeshua. Ye Amen. I want to thank each of you for tuning in. I want to encourage you. Tell you that with God, all things are possible. Shalom.